3: Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow us on social media at The Sports Angle on all your favorite social media platforms. Also, follow your host at Rocco Kelly Radio, R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I Radio. You might love them, you might hate them, but you can't deny that the New York Yankees are among the best teams in MLB. And every single year this statement gets brought up, every single year this gets addressed. The New York Yankees, their payroll is among the top in MLB. Their farm system is always producing. Their starting rotation Is normally average to above average, but it gets the job done. But their hitting is what defines the New York Yankees. Throughout the test of time, hitting has been their strong suit. And the New York Yankees, they found a gem in Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge has been hitting home run after home run after home run. He is lighting up the home run charts. Is he really a surprise, though? I mean, for anyone who's really watched baseball over the past couple of years, you should know how good Aaron Judge is. All right? He has shown ever since he was a rookie that he has a great bat, And he is a solid outfielder as well. He can make those great catches out there in right field. Is it really a surprise that Aaron Judge is a top 10 player in baseball? Absolutely not. Aaron Judge, when you watch him and you use the eye test, Aaron Judge has all the tools to be a superstar in MLB. All right? He also is a very professional player as well. He is the guy that baseball likes to represent. They want to put on all their billboards. They want to put on their cups, their spoons, knives, forks, whatever you want to put on. If they can produce it and put someone's face on it, Aaron Judge will be up there with those type of players that MLB promotes. He's that guy. Don't forget that he is also in the biggest market in the United States. New York City. He's out there in the Bronx. Also, the 27-time World Series champion, New York Yankees. An international brand. If you go overseas and you ask them to name a baseball team, you are most likely going to get the New York Yankees. They are internationally known. So, when you are in the biggest market in the U.S., when you are part of the most valuable franchise in MLB, you have a great bat, you have a solid glove, and you are a professional who MLB loves to promote. He is the definition of what any team would love to have. All right, He is that five-tool player that MLB teams look for. He is great. New York Yankees, they, they have more than just Aaron Judge. He's the main vocal point. He's the spotlight. But don't take away, you know, Gliber Torres. You know, Gia Urshela. They are solid young talent as well. You got DJ LeMathieu, who is a veteran at this point. But, man, he has a very solid bat. Aaron Hicks, he can produce in center field. Yes, he does have errors when it comes to the defensive side, but in terms of hitting, Aaron Hicks is normally reliable. The New York Yankees, from top to bottom, have a solid core, and their starting rotation, which is normally played with injuries, Tanaka came back from that concussion. He has performed excellent. James Paxton has done exactly what the Yankees acquired him for, From Seattle. The Yankees got Garrett Cole. That was their big free agent signing. And he has delivered so far on what they paid him for. He has been a lights out pitcher in MLB, exactly what he was in Houston as well. What's there not to like about the New York Yankees? All right, unless you're a fan of the Boston Red Sox the Los Angeles Dodgers, Tampa Bay Rays, Baltimore Orioles. If you're a fan of a team that dislikes the Yankees, you're going to find something wrong with them. But if you're a casual fan of baseball, or if you're a fan of really any of the National League teams, you are going to respect the Yankees. And more importantly, you're going to like the way they play the game. Because they have... The best roster in MLB from top to bottom. And people are going to say it's because they paid for it, which is, yes, slightly true. But they've also built it up from their farm system. They took the time to develop their roster. They made solid trades, solid acquisitions. The Yankees have done it right. Don't be surprised if the New York Yankees make it to the World Series. I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if by the time we get all the way down to the end of the year and we have the World Series, if the Pinstripes, the Evil Empire, the Bronx Bombers, if they make the World Series and they face off against a team like the Los Angeles Dodgers, or how about a surprise team like the Colorado Rockies, who, by the way, has been a surprise team. They're first in the the NL West right now. Not the Dodgers, the Rockies are the top team in the West. Thanks to Nor Arenado, Trevor Story, and their starting rotation has actually been coming into form right now. So you could have the Yankees versus Rockies. You could have the Dodgers versus Yankees. Whatever the scenario is, having the Yankees in the final in the finals and having them in the World Series would not be a surprise to anyone. And really that's my angle, is that if the New York Yankees, because they have the best record at MLB, they have one of the best out, they have one of the best hitting cores in all of baseball. And from top to bottom, thanks to their development cycle, the New York Yankees have developed one of, if not the best, 25-man rosters in baseball. So the Yankees. Versus Rockies, Yankees versus Dodgers. I would not be upset by that scenario. It would not hurt me if the New York Yankees went to the World Series. Because, let's face it. If MLB needs a marketing department, if MLB goes to their marketing and says, okay, who do we need in the World Series? All right, If we're going to rig this thing and we're going to have an asterisk behind it anyway... Who do we need to be in the World Series? The New York Yankees will be the first name out of that hat. The first name to come out of any of those marketing departments' mouth will be the New York Yankees. Because, like I said earlier in the show, they are the number one market. They have the most they have an international brand, and they are the most valuable franchise in MLB. There is no comparison to second place. The New York Yankees are. MLB for a lot of people. For casual fans, for people who watch MLB maybe twice a year, the Yankees are who you watch. I talked about surprising teams a while ago. I mentioned the Colorado Rockies, who are first in the NL West right now. And they have been performing excellent during this West versus West schedule. They've been putting up solid numbers. But in the AL East, has anyone picked up on Baltimore? Who would have guessed that Baltimore, out of all teams, would have been second in the AL East in the standings? You have to remember, Baltimore is supposed to be rebuilding. Baltimore is supposed to be terrible this year. They're supposed to be what the Pittsburgh Pirates are right now. They're supposed to be at the bottom of the bunker. They're supposed to be all the way up terrible, worst record at MLB. But instead, Baltimore is second in the East, and if they keep up their momentum, and they keep this up during a long stretch of time, could we see a Baltimore Orioles team make the playoffs? Can Colorado Rockies, could we see them be in the playoffs? Like, there are plenty of teams out there that are surprises at this point. And I'm not going to address Miami, and I'm not going to address Philadelphia. They only played three games so far. They've only played a limited amount of games. So yes, I know Miami is technically in the playoffs, but they've only played a limited amount of games. I'm happy that baseball's back. And I'm happy that everyone is getting to watch the great sport known as baseball. But the New York Yankees, they are the cornerstone. You have surprise teams in the Orioles and the Rockies. And there will be more surprises as the season progresses. But don't be surprised, and this is my angle, if you see a, a duo in the New York Yankees and Colorado Rockies face off in the World Series. That is my angle. I'm your host, Rocco. This is The Sports Angle, and we'll be right back.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for LegalShield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every
1: day. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
3: Welcome to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com, check out our recent articles, and our featured guests. In the NBA, they've had the bubble. They're going through all of these scrimmage games, you know, finishing up the regular season, making sure that they can definitively have. The top eight seeds in the East and the West become a reality. And for people who have not watched, let me promise, I'm going to promise you something. Are you missing much? Not really. But are the results and the wins and losses surprising? Absolutely. Now, a couple of months ago, when I came on the show and they proposed the bubble, I made this Angle that M- the NBA was going to rig these last eight games and they were going to have the New Orleans Pelicans make the playoffs and go off against LeBron. You were going to have LeBron James versus Zion Williamson. And I made that angle. And I told you that I believe it's a 100% that they are going to rig this Games to have the New Orleans Pelicans face the Los Angeles Lakers, well, that 100% became an absolute zero. Because the New Orleans Pelicans have lost their first two games in the bubble. They're 0-2, and now they are second to last in the NBA Western Conference out of all the teams that are battling for eighth place. And out of huge surprises... The San Antonio Spurs, a team that most people took for granted. They thought they were dead in the water. They've won their first two games. And they are only a couple of games back. They're like one and a half games back from the eighth seed. They are just behind the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, yes, they got six games left, so anything can happen. But wouldn't it be amazing that somehow... Some way the San Antonio Spurs kept their playoff streak alive and they faced the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. You have to remember the last time the San Antonio Spurs did not make the playoffs, you would have had to been 24 years old to Okay, that is how long ago it has been since the San Antonio Spurs have missed the playoffs. Okay? Ever since they acquired Tim Duncan, all right, they have made the playoffs every single year since then. It is an amazing accomplishment. I'm not gonna take that away from them. But when you've done near two and a half decades of playoff of playoff after playoff after playoff, people thought that it was gonna be over. They assumed that they were dead in the water and they were not gonna make the playoffs. But if they keep up this streak, if they keep up what's going on right now and they beat the Memphis Grizzlies out for the eighth seed, that means that their streak is still alive. And the Los Angeles Lakers have to face the Spurs, which in the 2000s was as mini rivalry of itself. All right, because you had Shaq versus Duncan. All right, you had that little rivalry in the 2000s with San Antonio and L.A. So you would be in a roundabout way starting up that rivalry once again. Let's focus on Texas basketball, because for everyone who's listening on KSIX, uh, 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 a.m. out there in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area, the Houston Rockets have been very successful so far. In the bubble, they've been racking up wins. They have been doing things right. But haven't we seen this before? I'm not talking about a bubble. Okay, we haven't seen that. But haven't we seen the Houston Rockets go on this run towards the end of the regular season and then falter out in the playoffs? Hasn't this been a reoccurring theme over the last, let's be generous and say, eight years? That if the Houston Rockets make the playoffs, it's based off of a very strong back end of the regular season. Then they're building up on all the all that momentum, and then normally they go up against their kryptonite. They go up against the team that normally beats the Houston Rockets, and that's the Golden State Warriors. I mean, let's not deny the fact: the Houston Rockets over the past eight years have lost to Golden State time and time and time again. But thankfully, this year you won't have to deal with Golden State. They're not in the playoffs. But let's not say that that tradition of losing after a very strong end to the regular season isn't going to continue. Do I still believe that Russell Westbrook and James Harden are a good pairing? No, I don't think it is. All right, just because you had one season of production, he had one season of good offensive quality numbers from both of those guys. It doesn't impress me. I don't sit there with my mouth open going, wait, they did that? What? No. I sit there and go, all right, let's get to the playoffs and see whose ego gets in the way first. Let's remember that Russell westbrook he's that triple-double man. When he was at Oklahoma City, oh, I got to get that triple-double. Oh, hey, we lost by 10, but I got a triple-double, though. Uh, I mean, your team's losing right now. Hey, but I got a triple-double. The same with James Harden. James Harden, you lead the NBA in points, and that deserves a round of applause. Like, really, it does. round of applause. But when you get to the NBA playoffs, does it matter that you score 30, 35, 40 points a game if the rest of your team can't produce. Hasn't that kind of been a reoccurring theme with the Rockets over the last couple of years that James Harden will carry this team on his back and he'll put up great numbers offensively, but on defense, the Rockets will lack and then they'll end up getting bounced from the playoffs. It's kind of similar to the fact that they love to shoot from the outside. Okay. Okay. They lead the NBA when it comes to outside shooting. They love that type of game. But has anyone noticed that once they get to the playoffs, teams know what they're going to do, and they tend to be able to defend it a lot better? Back to the Golden State series from about two years ago, Houston Rockets fans always cried foul, and I always looked at them and went, you missed 27 three-pointers. 27. Now, whose fault is that? Is that really Golden State's fault, or do you have to point the finger at yourself and say, no, it was our fault. We missed that many from the outside. I've always said this about Houston, and yes, I know that I, I'm at a station right now. It's with Corpus Christi. I get it. But the Houston Rockets have always been that team that dominates the regular season They put up great numbers offensively. You'll get your awards. You'll get your accolades. But when you get to the playoffs, you don't produce. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to challenge you. Prove me wrong. Houston Rockets and all the Houston Rockets fans who are listening, if you're mad at me, how about you prove me wrong? Because so far, over the last eight years, the Houston Rockets have been the same song and dance Every single year. Great offensive numbers. They love shooting from the outside. And they have a great back end of the regular season. But then when they get to the playoffs, they 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 falter. All right? They fail to produce when it matters the most in the playoffs. So prove me wrong. Go if the Houston Rockets prove me wrong, I will come here on air. And I will even admit that I was wrong. But deep down, Rockets fans, I don't think you—I think you realize that, no, I'm not wrong. That the Rockets are going to do what the Rockets have always done, and that is falter under pressure. That is crack when it matters the most. But, hey, if they prove me wrong, I will admit it live on air, but I don't believe it's going to be. My angle is that the Houston Rockets are going to falter once again— in the playoffs. They are going to fail to produce just like they have always done year after year after year after year. That is my angle. And for Rockets fans, if you're mad at me, I'm going to propose a challenge. Prove me wrong. For Houston Rockets and all the players and everyone who's on that staff and organization, prove me wrong. Because I don't believe you can. I don't believe that this team with Harden and Westbrook can get the job done. Egos are going to get in the way, and there is going to be a conflict of interest on this team. You need an example? James Harden and Chris Paul. When they first started, they had a very good relationship. But by the end, Chris Paul and James Harden had their own personal problems with each other. Okay, he had the infamous fist bump and James Harden pushing it away. Chris Paul ended up leaving Houston and getting traded for Russell Westbrook. But I believe Chris Paul would have been gone even if it hadn't been for the Russell Westbrook trade. Houston would have traded him anywhere because his relationship with James Harden after only about three years had deteriorated. So who doesn't say that Russell Westbrook's going to have the same fate? I don't believe in Houston, I don't trust Houston in the playoffs, and my challenge is that if you are a Houston Rockets fan and you're upset with me, prove me wrong. But deep down, you know I am right. This is The Sports Angle, I'm your host Rocco, and we'll be right back.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth, and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV
1: or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus, and so we prove it every day. gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755.
2: Okay, here are reasons to try a Nest mattress. One, they have a mattress for every kind of sleeper. Two, Nest offers free exchanges within a 100-night trial. And three, save hundreds on everything bedroom-related, now through the summer at nestbedding.com.
1: Five four two eight one. That's eight hundred seven five five forty-two eighty-one.
3: This is the sports angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, double AMP TV, where your voice can be heard. You can go to chat and you can discuss the show live with your host Rocco. Let's go to chat.
1: Here we go, chat Amp TV, double AMP TV. Find us on the internet. So the eye test focused, Rocco, on the Yankees.
3: Focused on the Yankees, absolutely. When you are watching the Yankees, like I did recently, I sat down with my family and I watched the Yankees versus Red Sox. And from what I observed about that team, they have from top to bottom one of, if not the best roster in in MLB. Okay, everyone has a role and they execute it to perfection. You have one of the best outfielders in MLB in Aaron Judge. And Aaron Boone deserves a lot of credit. Like, I know managers don't get a lot of praise, but Aaron Boone has gotten this team in the right direction. Let's go back to the chat.
1: Back to the chat. As long as Red Sox are last, life is good.
3: It's that dynamic. You know, you got the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees. If you love the Yankees, you hate the Red Sox. If you love the Red Sox, you hate the Yankees. I mean, there's a reason why this is... The greatest rivalry in sports. And yes, I said sports, not baseball. All right? The Red Sox and Yankees, they are a rivalry that it does not matter who you are. You know about it. Even if you're not a baseball fan, if you live out there on the Northeast, you'll know about the rivalry with Boston and New York. They have that type of intensity. Best rivalry in all of sports. Let's continue with the chat.
1: Here we go. Champ continues. Come on, Rocco. Yankees and Dodgers. That is what baseball needs in the World Series.
3: All right, Dodgers and Yankees. I will admit that the Dodgers and Yankees, in terms of marketing, would be the best matchup. You have the two biggest markets, New York and L.A. You also have the old-school rivalry when the Brooklyn Dodgers faced off against the New York Yankees. So, yes, from a marketing standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. And if that happens, as long as the Yankees win, as long as the New York Yankees win their 28th World Series and the Dodgers lose their third World Series in four years, I will be happy with that. All right? So for everyone who's listening right now, if the Yankees and Dodgers had to happen – I am putting my allegiance to the Yankees. I will be cheering for the Yankees. I'll even put on a Yankees cap during the World Series. So as long as the Dodgers lose again, I would be the happiest guy in the world. I believe we also have one more comment.
1: One more comment. Here we go. Talking about the NBA. No defense this year. Outside shooting will be the winner.
3: Okay, I understand what this person is saying. Yes, because of the coronavirus, because of all the social distancing, defense hasn't become that big of a priority in the NBA. And out of the rare games I have seen since they started off in the bubble, yes, defense hasn't been as fierce as it normally is in the NBA, it has loosened up just a little bit. But I'm going to say that the outside shooting isn't going to win you a championship. Now, people love to bring up Golden State for this argument, but don't forget that Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, they were not afraid to go inside. Okay. They were able to get in the paint and shoot those long twos. All right. Be able to get inside and hit those medium those medium shots, those mid shots, all right? The Golden State Warriors didn't just shoot the outside ball the entire game, all right? They at least went inside every once in a while. The problem I have with Houston is that a lot of their game and a lot of their offense comes from shooting outside, shooting the long two, and Houston— I believe that isn't going to work when a lot of other teams are going to do it as well. And that's a factor that most people aren't going to take into effect. That if you have a percentage of the league who are shooting from the outside, well, then all of a sudden, if you have two teams who are shooting from the outside, you don't really have an advantage. All right? Your game plan and everything that's set into motion isn't going to be as effective as it would be if you're going up against a team that likes to stay in the paint. They like to, you know, be near the rim. All right? That's the team that Houston likes to go up against. That's why when they faced off against Golden State, who had an outside presence, not an outside game, but an outside presence, that's why Houston struggled. There are plenty of teams in the NBA who have that outside presence, but they are able to get inside Houston doesn't do that as often as they should. Toronto, by the way, is a prime example of why old school basketball is still a reality. All right, the Toronto Raptors proved that you don't have to just shoot the outside ball. You can get inside. You can make your own lane. You can get get inside, make your own shot. Toronto proved that you could win using a big man. All right, if you have some good big men on your team, it will be effective still in the NBA. Toronto showed that. That's why when I made my prediction all those months ago, I picked Toronto and I picked the Los Angeles Clippers. All right? And a lot of people thought it was weird that I thought Kawhi Leonard's old team and Kawhi Leonard's new team would face off. But I haven't really been that far off. Toronto has been solid. The Clippers have been solid. It could be a reality, so stay tuned for that. Speaking of Toronto, there is an international market in the NBA. And it, you have the Canadian market with Toronto. Obviously, people know about Steve Nash. He's the most notable one. But outside of Canada, does the NBA have a solidified market Anywhere else internationally. Now you could say China, because you know you had Yao Ming, all right, you have the you know Chinese basketball league, like you've had all of those connections over there. Yao Ming did put that on the map. You have Japan, and you've had the whole relationship with the NBA in Japan, even though that has been murky at times, you have that the relationship as well. But let's go from one side. Into the middle. How about instead of going from Canada all the way to Japan, we take, we take that plane, and we back up about a couple hundred thousand feet, and we focus on Europe. All right, because Europe has been a market that the NBA has tried to capitalize on for decades. And yes, you have had good examples of players from, the, from overseas, from Europe, that have been very good in the NBA. It started with players like Tony Kukoc, who, yes, was very solid with the Chicago Bulls, but he wasn't a bona fide superstar. The NBA needed that bona fide superstar to get that NBA Europe market. And then in the late 90s, the Dallas Mavericks went and got their superstar. The face of NBA Europe... For almost two decades. And that was Dirk Nowitzki. All right, When he came over from Germany and he had all of that market of Europe. I mean Germany loves Dirk. And over there in the NBA Europe. When you have all of these countries that surround Germany. They have developed a passion for the NBA. And you can thank a lot of it for Dirk. But also you can think about FIBA as well. The FIBA, they have their own basketball leagues out there in Germany, out there in Italy, you know, in the UK, in France, in Spain, in all these countries out there in Europe. You have this basketball association, and he has taken off in the 2000s. Once again, I do give credit to Dirk for this as well, because Dirk is one of the main players who became a superstar over from Europe into the NBA. Then, you know, he started it off. You had Mono Ginobili. uh, He was really one of the guys who came from overseas, became a superstar. All right, he really took off, and he became that guy. And then around the modern era, you have had two players from Europe that have really been a superstar in the NBA And that was Christos Porzingis. He came over from Loftia. And when he was with the New York Knicks, and he wore that Knicks jersey with the six on the back, he was a superstar thanks to being part of the biggest market. And he's still playing for Dallas, and he still is a star. But the guy that he's a teammate with is going to be the next face of NBA Europe. He is going to be the guy... That replaced Kristaps. And Kristaps who replaced Dirk. And that is Luka Doncic. For anyone who has watched this show long enough. You will know that I like Luka Doncic. I think he is the future of the NBA. Not Zion Williamson. I don't think that it's going to be him. If I had to make a guess. I say Luka. Because from the eye test. He can do it all. And I'm going to still say it over and over again. Luca will be the face of NBA Europe just like Kripstops was and just like Dirk was. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet, you decide. You bring the idea, the American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
3: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, R O C C O C E L I Radio, and follow the show at The Sports Angle on all your favorite social media platforms. For everyone listening on K I O F 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, and KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 1230. On the AM dial. And Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. Projects in the NBA. And I mentioned about the players from Europe. And how NBA has been trying to capitalize on that market over the last two decades. It started with Dirk. It moved on to Kristaps Porzingis. And now it's gone to Luka Doncic. There's been this whole uh, passing of the torch kind of reality there but having a project drafting a player and having them develop over a couple of years normally wasn't a normal thing in the NBA normally when you drafted a player you expected them to day one be out there be on the court and be a productive player on on your team But about seven years ago, there was a team that decided to take a chance on a project. They decided that with the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks took a chance. And they decided to take this kid that wasn't well-known. They took this player that really no scouts really knew about or if the scouts did know about him. They only knew a very sparingly amount about this guy. So at the 15th pick, the Milwaukee Bucks selected Giannis Antetokounmpo. And you have to remember that the first two years that Giannis was playing, he was a project. He was coming off the bench. They were being able to teach him and groom him as an NBA player. And Giannis wasn't a superstar right away. He was a project in development. And the Milwaukee Bucks knew this. That's why when they did draft him, they didn't insert him immediately into the lineup. They didn't automatically make him the superstar. No, he was a project. And they took their time developing Giannis. And by year four, year five, he became the Giannis we know now. He became the NBA MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. The guy that when you watch the NBA and you're watching the Milwaukee Bucks, he is that one guy that stands out immediately. His talent and the progression that he has had has been astounding. Okay, It has been great to watch a player like Giannis who was labeled as a project To actually develop into the player that he is now. But what did this mean for the NBA? Because I mentioned that for a majority of the NBA's existence, teams didn't draft uh, 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 development. They did not draft a project. They drafted players that were going to be there on day one. All right? you rarely ever took a player and baked on about three years of development for them to become a superstar. But has anyone noticed that ever since Giannis became a reality, this has actually happened more often? In fact, the very next season, the very next year, the Philadelphia 76ers decided to make their own project and they drafted Joel Embiid from Kansas. Joel Embiid for the first two years was that project. He did not play. In fact, he rarely played any games for the Philadelphia 76ers. But by year five, by the 2018, round 2019, is when Joel Embiid became the superstar that the Philadelphia 76ers banked on him being. Okay. He was a project, and they slowly built him up into being a superstar, just like what the Milwaukee Bucks did with Giannis. And over the years, yes, it has been mixed results, but we have seen teams do this exact thing where they draft a player, and they're banking on them, waiting a couple of years, and then eventually becoming a good player. Dario Surich is another example. Now... Yes, Dario has been traded to a couple of teams, but you can't deny that when the Philadelphia 76ers took him in the, mid, in the mid-2010s, he had about a four-year development cycle. But once he did come to the NBA and then he finally made his debut, Dario Saric became a very good player off the bench. He became a solid role guy in the NBA. When he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he was a quality player in the NBA. So, Rocco, where are you going with this? I believe that thanks to Giannis, thanks to Joel Embiid, and thanks to Dario Surich, that the NBA is going to draft even more projects over the next couple of years. I believe, and this is my angle that NBA teams are no longer going to be afraid of developing a project. They are no longer going to be careful about drafting a player that has a longer development cycle. Because that's what used to happen. Before Giannis showed up, if there was a player who was deemed a project, they would fall in the draft. They would go from being a top draft pick to barely being in the first round of the NBA draft. And unfortunately, that has become a reality. There have been players who in the past, in the 90s and 2000s, their their draft stock plummeted because they were deemed a project by scouts. Once again, there were mixed results, obviously, but you didn't see a lottery pick being taken on a project. But with Giannis and with Joel Embiid, that has happened over the last couple of years. And I expect it to happen again in the NBA. I expect in the upcoming NBA draft, one of the top teams in the NBA to take a project. I expect them to draft a player that's going to have a longer development cycle. But they're going to do it because they saw what happened with Giannis. They saw the positives that happened with Joel Embiid, and they are going to say, if it could happen to them, it could happen to this guy. Let's take him and let's see what happens. I believe that is going to be the best for the NBA, that Joel Embiid and Giannis have laid the footprint for NBA players who are deemed a project to be successful in the NBA. And I believe for people who are listening right now, if you have watched the Philadelphia 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks, you will know that Giannis and Joel Embiid have undoubtedly become one of the best players in the NBA. It's undisputed. But it wouldn't have happened if Milwaukee and Philadelphia hadn't trusted the project that they were going to be. And if they hadn't been confident about, you know what, Giannis, he's going to take about three years, and then he's going to become really good. Joel Embiid, he'll take a couple of years, but eventually he will become a very good player in the NBA. If those front office, and if those general managers and all the coaching staff that goes into an NBA team, if they hadn't trusted those two players, they wouldn't be where they are right now. So... I believe that this is going to happen again and again and again. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see the next project that turns out to be a success in the NBA. I am excited to see who will be that next player that is deemed a project, but a team is willing to take a chance on, spend three or four years developing that player, and then they eventually become a superstar. Bowl, bowl. That's what the Denver Nuggets are doing. Denver Nuggets, they are gonna try for the next two years to develop Bull bowl, bowl into becoming a quality center in the NBA. It wouldn't surprise me if they do. Michael Porter Jr. was a project with the Denver Nuggets. Like they knew that he wasn't gonna right away become a superstar, but he's gonna be a project that the Denver Nuggets are counting on for the future. So, I'm excited to see what happens to these future projects. In the NBA draft, what if we find out that LaMelo Ball ends up being a a project? What about James Wiseman? Could he be a project? We'll have to wait and see when they do get drafted into the NBA. But what I'm assuring you is that the misconception and the Harsh reality about not drafting a project and being scared of drafting a project no longer exists in the NBA. That because of those two superstars that made it a reality, there is no longer that trope. There is no longer that that misassumption that drafting a project will put your team back when in actuality it actually puts your team forward in the long run. I'm excited. I am happy to have this become a reality. And in the NBA, am I excited about a couple of things? Absolutely. All right. I'm excited to see the Los Angeles Lakers lose in the playoffs. All right. I am absolutely going to be ecstatic when the Los Angeles Lakers lose in the playoffs and all their Lakers fans go on Twitter and cry and complain and cry foul. You'll have all the LeBron James fans saying it's not fair. All right, I'm getting really excited to see that. I'm also excited that because I'm a Clippers fan, I get to see Kawhi Leonard, Paul George and that type of team go up against all these teams in the Western Conference and hey, if Toronto and LA becomes a reality, I will just tip my my I'll tip my hat to myself and say Hey, I made a prediction right. Because I like the Clippers, and I'm a big fan of what Toronto has done in the past. Now, there's some things I don't like involving the NBA. Is there some political statements that I'm kind of wishing the NBA didn't bank so hard on? Absolutely. Is there some problems that the NBA has that I don't believe in? Like, for example, the NBA... Using all of these uh, fake crowd noise. And having all these people put on the billboards and all that. Yeah, I think that's a bit odd. But you know what? You take the negatives and you take the positives. You put them together. And you know what? You get what you get. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. R O C C O C E L O I Radio. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA.
2: Parents, you taught your kids everything from tying their shoes to riding a bike. Now for another life lesson that saving money is worth it and chores can be fun. Meet GoHenry, the debit card and financial learning app for kids 6 to 18. They'll check off chores in the app, set savings goals, and get their own customized card. It's easy to automate allowance, track spending, and more, so they get independence and you get to set the boundaries. Guide their learning every step of the way and stay up to date with real-time notifications in your parent app. Families love it. 92% of parents say their kids were more money-confident after using the app. They'll love learning about money. Here's your tool to teach them. Get started at GoHenry.com. Promo code GOHENRY. Hey parents, did you know your kids' money habits start as early as the second grade? Help them build money skills for the real world with GoHenry, the debit card and financial learning app for kids 6 to 18. Use it to check off chores, set savings goals, automate allowance, and more. Families love it. 92% of parents said their kids were more money confident after using the app. Get started at GoHenry.com. Promo code SMART.